Hey guys, before we jump in, I want to invite you to follow me on socials. You can follow me on Twitter at what I will say pod, on Instagram at what I will say, also on TikTok at what I will say, and of course, what I will say.tumblr.com will take you to my blog where you can keep up with my day to day pop culture takes. If you want to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. Just search what I will say to access hours upon hours of bonus content, our secret community Discord, and so much more. Or if the Patreon is not for you, you can give us a five star rating and a good review, or even just tell a friend about the show. All of those things help us out a lot. Thanks, guys. Enjoy the show. What's going on, everybody? It's Cam. Before we jump in, a quick couple things. Um, content warning. We are talking Jelena, so we are talking child stars. Where There's a couple instances of abuse that we're going to talk about, some alleged abuse, alcohol, drugs. You know, you guys know how it gets in Hollywood. So if you're sensitive to any of that, this might be an episode to skip. It's a little darker than our usual, a little bit. And also, something's going on with my audio here. I think my mic may have come disconnected before we started talking i'm so sorry for that um the good news is imps does the lion's share of the talking here since it's sort of her episode to report on so i i'm gonna do my best to make sure that doesn't happen again but bear with me on on a little audio quality is just not a hundred percent so sorry about that uh, with all that said let's jump in enjoy the episode guys well, everybody, welcome back to What I Will Say. This is Cam, and I am so thrilled to be joined by the one and only Imps. What's going on, Imps? Hey, hey, everybody. Hey, Cam. So happy to be invited back to talk about two of my favorite people today. And I don't mean that, like, no shade. Like, I really mean that. Yeah, well, you know, you have the best pop culture knowledge and just archives and deep dives of, of anyone I know. Um, we are always thrilled and honored to have you back on the show. Uh, with all that said, um, guys, we're talking Jelena. We're finally doing it. Um, and, I mean, you love Jelena. I mean, uh, where's where do you come in and all this? When did you start keeping up with them? Great question. So I want to preface this with saying I am not a, an expert in Jelena. I have never been... Um, you know, a Jelena stan in the sense that I am a Jelena encyclopedia um, or Selena or Justin separate because I know they're also two separate people. Um, so there are going to be times when I may stumble. Um, I may say something that a true, true fan will be like, no, 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 that's slightly inaccurate. And I, and please let me know. Um, you know, I, I'm just putting it out there that I think I got this pretty good, but I'm not the expert of all experts, but I just really do love Justin and Selena, both separately. Um, the relationship, I think where I stood on it, you know, as a, as a fan, I've always seen Justin and Selena as kids. Um, not anymore, but for the beginning of their journey, you know, I'm, we all know that I'm little geriatric and that's okay. Um, so I've always viewed them through the lens of an all the way adult, like all the way adult. And by that, I mean, um, I had graduated from college. I was working like my big girl job, like paying all my own bills. Like, so I've always just found them very endearing. I knew immediately, um, when Justin's very first song came out, um, oh my gosh, I, I know it's not baby. It's the one before that one time. I think it's called one time. I remember exactly when that song came out and I remember exactly where I was and what I was doing, not to give too much away uh, about my personal life, but I was in a place where a lot of people that would have been Justin Bieber's age, like were around. And I was like, he's going to be famous. You, you all wait and see, mark my words. And like, no, no, you know, she's old. She's weird. She doesn't know what she's talking about, but literally overnight 
he became one of the most famous people on the planet. Um, and I just knew I, I saw a star quality in him, much like Britney Spears in her heyday. Um, and I, I immediately was scared for him and thought that he was going to much like Britney Spears have a very rocky road ahead of him. Because also, if you remember, if you can go back in time when Justin was becoming insanely famous within like literally just a few weeks, Britney was having her hardest times that we've seen yet. Um, pre-conservatorship like she was going through the things that landed her in that conservatorship where they could use what was going on to get that conservatorship put in place um and so I just that's where that's where I started with Justin and I have felt like that um the entirety of his fame and his journey and I'm I'm one of those people I I try not to be too dramatic but if if you're with me if we're out in a group and we're like having dinner drinks and something and you want to like make fun of Justin Bieber. I- I'm not here for it. I immediately clock the type of person that you are. And I'm like, nope. if you like, if you are still emotionally stunted to where you don't have sympathy for, for someone like Justin Bieber, like I can't be friends with you. Um, that's how strongly. Let me I ask you this about, about that. Um, I, I mean, I'm with you in that. And I say this as someone with like a gossip blog platform that like talks shit about celebs in a way. But I also think, the harassment has to stop the in-person or even on Instagram comment tags on Twitter. Like I do think people are bizarre to celebs. Like they don't see them as human. And yeah. so there's so much, you know, in your face harassment, you know, I, I, I would definitely feel sympathy for Justin because of that. And, you know, I mean, there's the homophobia that just because he was like young and had a high voice and sort of, I had you know a dressed up sort of I don't know metrosexual is that even a word anymore but you know he was kind of a pretty boy (laughs) he was a pretty boy and the homophobia directed at him by like your average American citizen was insane and of course he's not gay we're not he's literally very straight but as far as I know but um the the hatred and vitriol that was directed at him because he was something that teenage girls like yeah exactly 100 yeah 100 let me ask you what about people who have criticisms for you know, other things like, you know, I mean, he's, he's caused people some problems. He's, um, you know, he was he's a complete some... shithead. Right. Both of those things can be true. Yeah. And I think a lot of his behavior is one, just uh, being a teenage boy. I know that he's Canadian, but he was, I mean, he was, he grew up as an American teenage boy with a lot of privilege. I mean, it's just true. Um, and he, was acting out, but he was also acting up. Like, again, like and, uh, drilling down, like getting real granular. Both of these things can be true at once. Um, and I think that he did horrible things. He has been caught on camera saying atrocious things. Um, he was also 14. Like, we have to allow people to grow. Um, and I don't know him personally, but I agree with you too. Like, I have sympathy for him. But I also think that we watched him while out in a way that, you know, if he had been a young girl acting like that, I think, I think things could have gone very differently for him. He'd be in a conservatorship. Probably, you know, probably. You know, I do think some criticism of him is absolutely warranted, but Mm -hmm. with the base level of, well, I don't like him because he sings music for teenage girls, it's just misogyny. And, And then there's layered in like, homophobia calling him gay because he looks a certain way you know and that's, that's yeah from straight people 
<laughs> like no gay guy sees Justin Bieber is like, oh my God, you know, he's one of them. No, like that's coming from straight people um, who are homophobic. And, and so, yeah, I'm with you in that. I mean, any child star is never going to get a, sh- a fair shake at getting to be quote unquote normal. No. And and that does elicit, you know, sympathy from me. While obviously Justin deserves some criticism, maybe a whole lot of criticism, but a lot of the sort of bland, like middle American takes on him were never very fair or appropriate. No. And when you're like 30 plus years old, which I mean, that I was when, when he became famous um, and you have like, quote unquote grown men like men might like out and being like like you're picking on purple shirt wearing justin who literally probably doesn't even get to decide what clothes he's going to wear yet and 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 then at a certain point you know you have to as an adult as justin becoming an adult you have to take ownership of your own behavior right that's true of anybody but um just really just why is why is a grown man making fun of like this literal child he's like 14 15 16 years old uh was always wild to me um, and one of the facts that, that I've read as I've been like taking my notes and stuff for the, these episodes is like Justin's, it was really, um, the never say never documentary. I think it was like the most liked and disliked like video on YouTube ever at the same time, which just goes to show exactly what you were talking about <laughs> of like not getting a super fair shot, but also being in this weird space and like with the whole middle America points that you made. Blast off with space vacation, the musical as the bloom family from the bright yellow planet takes a wild, weird and wonderful intergalactic summer vacation with original songs and stellar comedy. Their trip goes delightfully haywire. Fun and adventure for all ages. Space Vacation the Musical on all podcast platforms now. Subscribe today. Yeah. Um, Well, with that said, I mean, take me, let's go back to the beginning. Justin Bieber, tell me what I need to know. Okay. So I'm going to first give credit where credit is due. All my note taking came from either NT, Crazy Days and Nights, you know, your uncle NT came from his podcasts about um, Selena and Justin. I mean, they are separate. They're not, it's not a Jelena podcast. It's talking about them separately. And then also from the Dunzo podcast, Troy McKeady's episodes, he has four parts on Justin and Selena um, and they're great. And if you really like, if you're like me and you hear these types of stories and talking about Jelena, for example, and you just want more, even if it's some of the same things you already heard, but you just want more, go listen to Troy's podcasts after this. Like, just yeah, do it. Like, just absolutely. feed yourself if, if, that's, if that's what you want. Um, he goes into so much detail. He's a brilliant storyteller. Um, so, and shout out there. to Beyond the Blinds podcast. I was actually on a video call with Kelly from Beyond the Blinds this morning. She's in our podcast. That's awesome. That's awesome. I recently went to um, one of their live shows and I got to meet them. They like, th- we, had ha- we had talked offline before mm-hmm. um, and they like, they like put it together. Like I told them who, you know, that, that was me. That's my blog. And they're like, oh my God, mm-hmm. you know? And so that was really fun. Um, awesome. 
that got to meet them. Go check out their content and know we're grateful for their deep dives that we're able to mold into our own deep dives. Yes, absolutely. So to get your, your Jelena fix, go after this, go to, go to Dunzo, start at at episode 129. Um, So he did this a while ago, um, but it's, it's, it's a great take. So Justin, let's start with Justin. Um, So we all know that he's Canadian, um, grew up, young his younger years in Canada and his parents were also very young when they had him teenagers and his dad left before Justin was ever born um and a lot of this is from these facts are from a book that Justin's mom wrote about her childhood um I'm sure the real Justin stands out there know, know about this book um and she recounts in that book that she was abused as a child in in the worst ways imaginable um, by a babysitter, like a teenage boy babysitter in her neighborhood, and then by other neighborhood boys when she was young, like really young all the way up until like her early teen years. Um, And she just thought it was normal. So I'm only going into all this because like, this is the woman who birthed and raised Justin. So it's important. It's important to understand these foundations. Um, So she, when she gets a little bit older and realizes that this abuse is in fact, not normal and it's horrific. um, She self medicates with lots of drugs and alcohol. Um, She tried to take her life many times. So I guess trigger warning on all of this, Um, probably should put that at the top of the episode. Um, And she one time either jumped out of a car, moving car, or threw herself in front of a moving car or so, some something like that. And she was hit by a truck and ended up in the hospital. And she had, you know, pretty severe injuries. Um, but while she was in there recovering, she became extremely Christian, um, like very evangelical, um, you know, Jesus camp as Troy so eloquently puts it type of just very, very, very Christian. Um, and to this day, and she says this in her book to this day, like she believes that God sends her messengers like pretty much every day. And if she's ever feeling slightly disconnected from God or that, you know, she hasn't prayed in a while, whatever, um, that God will send her people that like walk up to her on the street and say, God still loves you. He's still thinking about you. And that's how she continues to restore her faith in him. Capital H I M. Um, that's very main character of her. Well, and it's just, this is the, this is the person and the personality mm-hmm. that we're, that we're dealing with. Right. Um, Which I guess this will come back. I mean, Justin is very religious. Right. It does. Right. Obviously comes back. Um, so that's a little bit about her. She was out of the house by 16. Um, again, like we said on drugs, She was pregnant with Justin by 19, I believe, and moved into a home for pregnant teens because her mother, I'm not sure if it was parents, but at least her mother, but wouldn't have her in the house, a pregnant teenager, baby out of wedlock, um, would not help her. So she goes to the home for pregnant teens. We all know she has Justin. um, And this is where the real, the real stands will 
fill in the blanks that I'm missing. Um, but sometime between that and Justin's early childhood, um, you know, 10, 11, 12, they started a YouTube channel and it was for friends and family. You know, Justin was very musically talented. I don't care who you are. You cannot deny that. Um, and I don't think either one of us are like going to try to do that, but he's extremely, extremely talented. So of course his videos get passed from friends and family uh, to other friends. And that leads it to going other places. And Justin goes a little viral and people have to understand that back then to have 200,000 like fans or followers, like watching your, your YouTube channel, subscribing to your YouTube channel, YouTube channel was a very big deal. It doesn't really mean the same thing now at all. Right. But back then it truly meant you were having some sort of cultural impact. Um, choices in his podcast about how like back in 2007, when Beyonce single ladies, uh, music video got a million views on YouTube. That was that nothing that never happened before. You know what I mean? So like Justin having this, um, was a really big deal. And it's also while I will argue anyone about Scooter Braun and his influence on Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber came to Scooter Braun with a fan base. Right. Um, so his videos go big, big time viral. And that's how Scooter Braun eventually saw it. Um, the story goes that Scooter Braun had come home, like, you know, in LA or wherever, come home from a night out partying. And there were people at his house and they were still kind of keeping the party going and doing what I can so clearly remember myself doing like at this age, at that time, you're like, come home from the bar, but you don't want to stop the party. So, you know, let's look at this new like YouTube thing or this chat roulette thing or Omegle. Like this stuff was new. Like if people have to understand that I might sound silly, but it was new and it was exciting. Um, and Scooter's doing this and he, someone's like, Hey man, look at this, check out this young kid. Look at this kid singing. And it was, Aretha Franklin song and it might have been respect um it was the first thing that Scooter saw and so he's like wow this kid's really talented so what do you do you watch another one of their videos and another one and another one and then it was Justin singing a neo song that really like that was the one I think that's what his his diehard fans will tell you it was like Scooter saw this video neo Justin covering neo and was like this kid is is it um so from that happening, Scooter, I, I'm not really sure if like Scooter was talking to Justin Timberlake. Now try not to get your Justins confused, but like, yes, like JT in sync uh, and Usher, but both Justin Timberlake and Usher were aware of Justin Bieber and both wanted to sign him and mentor him. Um, basically be the ones responsible for, you know, his fame, amazing him. And Usher won the bidding war for lack of a better term. Um, and Justin ended up going with Scooter, going with Usher to Atlanta where Usher and Scooter created uh, another segment of the, of the Def, I think Def Jam record label, like, created it based around Justin Bieber's guaranteed success. Like that's how sure they were that this, this kid was going to be huge. 
Um, and then Justin went to live with Usher. I think he ended up staying with Puff Daddy a little bit, maybe a little bit of L.A. Reed. Um, where is his mom? Like, is his mom in tow or is this because like I, I'm sure these these got like, you know, a lot of people do just see a young star and just want a mentor and there's nothing on tour going on. But then you think back to and this is like, I get maybe not related, but like what Michael Jackson went through as a child like all, all the inappropriate things and abuse and, you know, the entertainment yeah. industry is very much an adult's world. And yes. I just, you know, I hope I, I, is Justin's mom around for these years? Well, or? The, the answer to that is she may have been, but all of those things, those darker things were still going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, allegedly, okay, this is, I believe it because I just don't put anything past these people, like you said, in the industry. Mm -hmm. Um, The rumors are that the contract that was negotiated for Justin with the record label basically wrote his parents kind of out of it. Like they could not parent him like regular parents anymore. They were only allowed to parent him in the way that the record label saw fit, which High level would include things like Justin's not allowed to complain about the music we want him to sing. Justin's not allowed to argue with us over lyrics and little silly things like that. Like it is what we say, and he's going to do it. Um, but then that also predatory and yes, because then that also bleeds the lines of well, now we're going to take your son to go live with Usher so he can learn how to be famous. And even if his parents wanted to protest, they kind of couldn't. And if they did, then all the money would dry up or they could have they could have pretzled these people into like unimaginable debt if they, quote unquote, broke their contract. I mean, what are these people? What, what do any like regular people know about the legalities of contracts like this? Right. So I'm like, assuming they just said this is going to be what's best for Justin. We're going to get him rich and famous. Sign here on the dotted line. Can't imagine they had any. I mean, if I'm sounds like Justin's mother was very middle class or even a touch like kind of below just in terms of resources probably probably lower socioeconomical status yes so this is very much a case of people are just being taken advantage of Um, yes absolutely and you know when people not every single person of course but a lot of people when you have that kind of money waved in front of your face you you think oh it it'll be fine it'll be fine you know, and you take the money. Um, so there's that part of it. And there's also stories about how, you know, when Usher, because Usher, and I don't know if people remember this, but I do because I'm old. Usher is very much like a Justin Bieber when he became famous. He was barely out of his teens. Maybe he was even still a teenager. By the time he was super, super famous, he was only like 20, 21 years old. And he was still famous even before that. And he was, you know took under you know puff daddy took usher under his wing and taught him how to be a star and there's like old magazine interviews and quotes and things about it people have pieced together over time and then there's even a video and troy talks about this in detail in his podcast so if i get something wrong i apologize but there's a video i believe kevin hart took it and it's like more recent um and it's Puff Daddy and Usher and Puff Daddy's clearly drunk 
and and he's like oh this is usher uh my this is my brother we're so close we're like brothers i remember back in the day when he was like 13 14 years old and we'd wake up in the morning and eat cereal and watch cartoons and it's like wait a minute and like usher looks like he wants to die kevin hart is doing his kevin hart thing looking at the camera like what is what am i witnessing right now with his big old facial expressions and it's basically like yeah you guys would party all night doing very adult things like you said earlier popping bottles with models in the club and who else knows like i'm sure they were doing drugs um and usher was super young yeah and so when justin goes to live with usher so usher can teach him how to be a star what do people think they were doing yeah (laughs) i mean it's not a conspiracy theory it's just like looking at this as an adult well, I just, you know, I just go back to what Michael Jackson went through and the damage that was inflicted upon him as a child. Um, I, I Nothing would face me. Absolutely nothing. You could say models, you could say drugs, alcohol, anything. I'm, yep, I'm sure Justin was getting into that. As, what, as young as 14, 11, 12, 13, okay. Maybe I would, I would say maybe more around like 14 is probably when this would have, would have started. Okay. Um, and then also now take, take everything we've talked about and let's like, let's like make a layer cake. Okay. So you've got his parents who don't really have any more authority. And then you have, you know, his mom's super hyper-religious, you know, way that she goes through life. She would have definitely raised her son to be very religious uh, and then he becomes famous and he's doing all the, like, can you imagine like he's sitting there, whatever he's doing. And he's like, this is a sin. This is a sin. He's been taught his whole life. This yeah. kind of stuff is a sin. And now he's got to grapple with that too. And with the overnight success that he had, I'm sure that was very traumatic. Like he, he did, it was, it's, it's like a, it's like a Disney channel movie plot. Like you wake up one day and you're literally the most famous person on the planet like that's crazy i don't know how anyone would handle that very well yeah Um, i mean i if there's anything i've learned during this podcast is that fame is very much a curse you don't want nobody should ever want to be famous you should want to i mean you want to be rich and powerful you do not want to be famous like (laughs) um if that's if there's anything i've learned you know uh fame fame is is a fickle beast yeah it is. And not only is Justin Bieber so famous because he's talented and, you know, a good looking kid and, you know, girls love to little girls would have put his poster up on the wall and it was a phenomenon. You know, they hadn't seen anything like it since, I don't know, not even a boy band, like a solo pop star, like a David Cassidy. People are going to be like, who is that? Mm-hmm. Um, like, can I just but- say, I think it's hilarious you call P. Diddy, Puff Daddy, like that, because I, right, I grew up calling it, like, I remember <laughs> Puff Daddy vaguely, but like, when I was like, old enough to sort of be aware of famous people or music, pop culture sort of celebs, he had changed his name to P. Diddy by then. That's so funny. Yeah. So there, I, I can age myself. You guys can probably figure it out. But anyway, um, he, he was, 
so famous. There was so much pressure on him. I mean, he that he he had to have known that they created this music label around him. Mm-hmm. He had to be somewhat aware of these contracts because at least like, well, mom and dad are acting real stressed out if I don't want to follow the rules. Like this pressure that he was under. Um, and then, you know, to think about like just the YouTube of it all. Like I really don't think people understand Justin Bieber's fame created a new way to get famous. Like yeah. He was the first super famous person to come out of YouTube in this way. Justin Bieber is literally just an influencer, guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like if there's if there's a category in an award show now that's like biggest new artist from YouTube or something, like that, it, that only exists because just because of Justin Bieber. Yeah. Like. The, the the sequence of events that, that was his his young childhood and his mom putting those videos up and stuff like created this whole new category of music and like how to get famous and how to get people to notice you. Um, so there's that just that kind of cultural impact pressure on him, too. Um, I'm sure it was it was it was wild. Um, all right. Let me see. I'm scrolling through my notes. Um yeah. Okay. Here's what it's about. Has his parents, his parents were basically being paid to parent him the way the record label says they basically signed his human rights away. Uh, this has to be in violation of ch- child labor yeah. laws yeah. and, and just everything. And you know, I, I feel like with Jeanette McCurdy's new book, which I haven't read yet, but I've heard the highlights of, and I, I am going to get to, um, I feel like there needs to be a conversation of like, child stars maybe shouldn't be a thing. Like it might no, not be I, a moral it's fair situation. I couldn't agree with you more. And you were, I was listening to your podcast the other day. I can't remember who you were talking to, but you said the same thing, or maybe they said it, but it was just like, not, it's not okay. It's not right. If children don't have consent, which Mm -hmm. they don't, they don't have consent for this either. Right. Like Justin couldn't say yes or no. Like basically his parents just this sounds so so terrible but like they like sold them to the record label yeah it, that's know? what it sounds like that's what and it, it sounds it's like it's horrific um and they were greatly taken advantage of i'm not saying they were like you know evil plotting like twisting their villain mustache like we're gonna have a child and they're gonna be talented and we're gonna sell them like no like these things have happened and um it's the people that are in the police positions of power that are to blame for this most of all Right. Like the record label. Um, so that's, that's where my notes kind of roll up to, to Justin, to this point in time where he's become so famous. He's a sensation. Um, we're just like living in Justin's world. And, um, then we, around 2011, we get the first pap paparazzi photos of Justin and Selena, out in Santa Monica, California, having an ice cream. Let me ask. I recall seeing some video like where Justin is taught and he to me he looks eight years old. I guess I I just don't remember what ages look like on children because I'm just too old now to remember. But like I've seen he's like on a radio show and he's talking about having a crush on Selena. And he looks like a eight year old. So and I think he really did have a crush on Selena. This okay, here's not that anybody asked, but like oh, we want to know. I think this is why we're here. This we is my know. 
theory with the the whole how it came to be. Mm-hmm. So Justin Bieber goes nuclear in like what 2009 we get we yeah. get we get purple shirt wearing Justin okay so right. we we have we have and that's also uh, by the way from Troy like calls him that and I'm like that's the perfect descriptor of that era of Justin purple shirt wearing Justin every piece of clothing he wore was purple um so we have this happening in 2009 Wizards of Waverly Place um debuted in 2007 uh it was a very popular show and Selena Gomez this is why like I will never ever agree with NT that Selena Gomez is a bad actress ever because I used to watch Wizards of Waverly Place uh not because I'm weird. It was very specific to my job. We'll just leave it at that Um, (laughs) at the time. And I was like, this little girl is so freaking talented. She's amazing. Like she's like, she was as good as like Lindsay, a young Lindsay Lohan, in my opinion. Wow. Um, And and so whatever entity would be like this sometimes singer, bad actress is like, no, no, you cannot start at spring breakers and then like try to, say Selena Gomez is a bad actress. I just won't have it. I, I won't have it in this house. Um, so she stars on Wizards of Waverly Place in 2007. So you've got probably got Justin watching this show because he's like the tail end of the target age group that this show would be for anyway. And also like Selena being close to the same age as him, a little bit older, you know, she was famous in her own right in the Disney circles. Um, and I'm sure he did have a crush on her. He probably had that show on the TV all the time, probably talking about how he liked her and she was so pretty. And I mean, that wouldn't surprise me at all. And then you have people like Scooter Braun lurking around, you know, and thinking like, hmm, now if you want to think of a person twisting their villain mustache, he, Scooter Braun probably oh, was. Yeah. Oh, and I was yeah. like, you know what? I this This has a lot of potential this has a lot of potential. Let me see if I can do something about this. And he did. He probably called up Selena's mom and was like, Hey, uh, I managed Justin Bieber, her mom, whatever he said after that, her mom was probably like, let's do it. Well, if, Absolutely. I, if I recall correctly, Justin like says, he's like, Oh, I have a big crush. Oh, I like Selena. Oh, she's so pretty. He said something to that effect. And again, he looked like an eight-year-old, so I'm not sure what age he was, but I guess for 14 or so. And I guess 14 yeah. year olds actually look younger like, I, you know, I, I need to stop watching Euphoria because, you know, like, the, I, I don't understand, like, ages anymore. Um, but I, my recollection is, like, Selena then, like, maybe she went to the same radio station or just some other interviewer kind of asked. And they were like, look, we have Justin saying he, like, likes you. What do you think? And she's, like, kind of laughing, but kind of rolling her eyes. She's like, yeah, he's, like, my kid brother. Or she says yeah, he's, like, that's a true. brother to me or something. She like, literally called him Little Dork in an interview. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I feel like at first, Justin was way too young for Selena. Because she is, like, a year or two older than him. I think she, I think it's, like, a year and some change. Right. So, but like, when you're young, like, that seems like a lot. And like, it is. And that's, it like, is. eighth grader to sixth grader, which is a yeah, big exactly. difference. You know, so, like exactly at first it does seem like this almost unattainable crush that justin has on like this pretty famous girl that he might have even watched like before he was even famous or before he was uh you know a household name like trying to you know having this like star crush on her almost totally totally and and if you remember like those interviews and those types of things that you're talking about like it did say take some time to kind of like 
I don't know, maybe warm Selena up to the idea. Um, and then especially when you think about, okay, you go from 2007 Wizards of Waverly Place, Justin, you know, gets super famous by 2009. He like almost immediately becomes that household name. Right. And Selena's had two years of success on Wizards. Um, But we all know that those a lot of those Disney Disney shows, like they're just not sustainable, especially after the kids like age out of them. Well, Disney has like their whole thing. They'll shut off a show after 72 episodes or something or maybe 36 episodes or something like that's why Lizzie McGuire, like all these super successful shows didn't make it over the hump because they have like a a set runtime of like two and a half yeah, seasons or something then they have to shuffle those kids into the hollywood music record yeah. the hollywood records or whatever contract it has it makes them pump out a couple albums you're like why are you putting out an album like right. you were just you were just a great actress on this show that is but true they like, have to they, I, they're, they have to i didn't need okay I, maybe i shouldn't say this because the hillary duff metamorphosis album was awesome it was amazing but I don't know that I needed a Hillary Duff album. I wanted more Hillary Duff on television and movies. And it is more, weird. Like, yeah. why are they doing that? I, I know because they, they have to. Well, and it's, I know it 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 generates huge amounts of money. I know music is, you know, I feel like people can get rich easier making music than than acting. So Yeah. And I I I think I think if Selena had been allowed to focus solely on her acting, she, Mm -hmm. I mean, and she's doing great now. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like we wouldn't have seen like such a lag with her. And she probably would have been like spring breakers. Are you kidding me? Not to hate on spring breakers. I, I, you know, I know it has, it's, it's, it's cult following and stuff. I've never seen it. I I haven't either. I stay away from James Franco with everything I have. Um, But I feel like she probably wouldn't have even been in that movie. Like if, if she had really taken her acting seriously or had been allowed to and like actually nurtured, but you know, what are we talking about? These are not nurturing people. These are not right. people that actually have these kids best interests at heart. But anyway, I digress. Um, I, I really do believe I, I'm with you. I think that Justin had a crush on her is probably very obvious and the adults over his head that have been negotiating everything were like, yeah, we can probably do this. And what I was talking about was Selena being on wizards and like, we're getting closer to 2011. I don't know exactly when wizards went off the air, but at a certain point, like, I mean, Justin was way more famous than her. Mm -hmm. And if you want to think strategy, what could she do to have some guaranteed success, you know, as wizards is kind of tapering out, she knows that it has an end in sight. Um, what's a good insurance policy or safety net or strategy, whatever you want to call it. Um, I her name to hit the biggest name yes. in pop music. And <laughs> yes. especially if they did want her to have a music career. That too. They did, they, you want that. You know, it very much reminds me of um, Taylor and Harry dating because she's trying to transition to pop. He wants a more, you know, One Direction yeah. needs to be played in more U.S. radio stations. You yep. know, it's it's a perfect, you know, if you can tie those career interests together with a relationship. Now, that's not to say that Justin and Selena didn't really love each other and ha- go down because they did, you know, very much. But the PR elements are there. And that's another good example that, you know, a relationship can be born out of PR, um, but still be real. And it can yeah. be real and still very much leveraged for PR, which Jelena was. Yeah. And I, and I have to say, too, like being being a fully formed adult when th- they even got famous, um, you know, and, and watching this 
through, you know, a celebrity gossip lens and a pop culture lens. And then looking at it now, like being even, you know, 10 years older than I was then I'm like, my God, Justin Bieber was 16 years old with these first paparazzi photos of them. And you can, you can Google it. Everybody you can go daily mail, uh, 2011, Justin Selena ice cream, Santa Monica, and it will come right up. And it's, it is, he was, it says the 16 year old, like pop sensation or whatever. And Selena is a, is freshly 18. Um, that like they're actual children. They look like babies. I'm looking right now. They look (laughs) like infants. And again, we do need to stop watching Euphoria because I'm like, oh, look at these 12 year olds. And she, they're literally, she's 18. He's 16. Come on. And to everybody out there who might be listening and saying, well, when I was 16, I blah, 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 blah. When I was 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. But you know yeah. what? They're even younger than a traditional 16 or 18 year old teenager because they've been famous since they were, you know, uh, Selena has been, been on TV and stuff since she was like seven with mm-hmm. Barney. Um, Justin got famous very early. I mean, he was discovered and started blowing up on, on uh, YouTube by like 11 or 12. By the time he's 14, 15, I mean, these kids aren't doing, they're not developing and progressing and evolving. No, at like there's a, normal a stunting pace. there. There's <laughs> a stunting that's happening when you get famous at that young age. Yeah. And even if Justin, uh, like a, if you were to say like a regular 16 year old boy in America, you know, yeah, they have a crush on a girl. They can text that girl. They can call her up and they can try to plan an ice cream date or whatever. But these two, like, I don't even know, like, what happens if he tries to call Selena? Is he even allowed, like, is Selena's phone number allowed? She's a famous teenager in Disney contracts. There's probably only a handful of people that even know how to get in touch with her without going through tons of other people in red tape. Like, And let me just say, I mean, so this is obviously, you're right. Like, Justin, I, I doubt he can just, when he is so controlled by his label at this point, where the point, it sounds like they almost bought him from his parents. Like a he little, can't even go outside you know, without causing yeah. a frenzy at right. this point in his career. I can't imagine. I mean, this must be so manufactured. And then you have to wonder. I mean, the thing we know about Jelena, and we will get to that in coming episodes, but the thing we know about Jelena is that it's so drama that they don't, they can't navigate it. They can't navigate a relationship in any kind of healthy way. Mm-mm. And you have to imagine it's because it is so manufactured in the beginning. Like, of course, you know, at some point, does Selena's mom sit down and say, you know, listen, you're all, you're you're coming off the air. We're trying to get this music career going for you. You've got to go on dates with this. Absolutely, you know? she did. There's not a doubt in my mind. So there you Pam. go. And it's just, it's sort of like, how are they supposed to even have a hope at having a healthy relationship? No, there's going to be codependency. There's going to be mutual resentment there. You know, when you're when you're pushed together, and then of course when we get into it, Jelena was a hit. Everybody loved Jelena. I mean, to this day, you have people making fan cams on TikTok that sometimes late at night, I like to go watch. You can find yeah. me on the Jelena tag. Because uh, <laughs> I just think it's funny, but there's no way that they, they, these kids do not have a hope in the world to have a healthy relationship. And what we're going to see is they didn't, you know? And no, it's, it's you're sad. exactly right. And, and like taking everything you just said about like, okay, it's being set up over their head by adults. It's, you know, slow going, it's Selena, you got to do this, like suck it up, buttercup. Like, you know, this is part of being famous to everything you just said to the point where then like, well, you know, they're not 16 and 18. uh, 
that's a little like you're you're really kind of in different in different places a little bit. If you're like a freshman, in a Taylor Swift era dating, yeah, for, underage boys, like a freshman in high school and a senior in high school, it happens. But you know, most parents like mine would have side eyed it and been like, no, ma'am. You know, you're you're socially in two different places right now. But as as they got older and that gap, that social distance, like not, not, not to sound like COVID, but you know what I'm saying? That the social evolution, the distance in their social evolution got closer together. And then, you know, Justin very much grew up and stopped looking so much like an 18 year old, you know, and Selena's probably like, wait, wait a minute, damn. And then we get like Jelena 2.0, like the real Jelena. And then we get all of the, like, I can't even imagine what these, like, and, and to call, to call them out, put my sympathy to the side, these entitled, gorgeous, wealthy, super famous teenagers. I can't even imagine where, like, if Justin even had a thought to go talk to a Victoria's Secret angel, Selena would be like, um, no, sir, you belong to me. Like, we have this, like, thing. This, this is my prior claim. We started this thing. I put in this work. I didn't even want to have anything to do with you. And now, now that things are going so good, you're going to go talk to somebody else. I don't think so. I bet there was a lot of that going on. Well, I, just I bet it was be anything just... help. Like, because I mean, this is going to sound kind of dark and let me see if I can think of a way to say it, but it's sort of like, I feel like when you have someone, Taylor needs Joe Alwyn. Taylor can't date a Calvin Harris, you know what? Because Calvin is not going to be wish like, you know, just follow her around everywhere. Right. Like when you have such the caliber of A-list stars, and I'm not just talking about, you know, I mean, you can talk about whoever you want. I don't know. Brittany Snow, you know, she's a star. She's, she's famous, but like, she's, she's not the a household. Everyone knows like when you have the caliber of a Justin Bieber star, and 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 the Selena, particularly, I feel like her stars kind of fallen a little bit in in time, but but back then they were sort of both this just a plus list of caliber star. Yeah, no one's gonna give. Justin no. has gotten everything he has ever wanted in his life, at least from peers. Now, of course, label the label situation sounds pretty rough for him, but in terms of uh, you know peers. He's he's never been told no. He's, he's the leader of gotten, the pack. Yeah. Yeah. But Selena, yep. very much her own star, very famous, had her own TV show. She was the she was the top name on that cast. And Best friends with Taylor Swift. Told. Right, right. She's never been told no before. And it's just I have to imagine like the the clash of of those the two egos. personalities and egos. Yeah, that's gotta be tough. And but it also makes me think Selena probably had like I feel like would have had to be the victim of like misogyny in a way like I feel like Justin must have been the default of well let's do what Justin does just because I know the way world the way the world works yeah yeah I'm with you can I put can I put my tinfoil hat on for a second please do I think that one of the We'll, we'll just call it a foundational reason because there are there's there's many reasons in, in, in what I'm about to say but I think one of the main huge like pillars of why Taylor Swift hates Scooter Braun with every cell of her being is because of what she watched Scooter do to Justin and Selena whatever that means what whatever the fuck that means I, I don't really know like making them go on dates 
making them publicly have this or that, making them hang out, making them break up, making, putting out stories on this and this, like just messing with their lives, like puppet stringing them. And then if you want to get real dark, there are, you know, rumors, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly that, you know, Selena was made to, you know, have, do things with Scooter. No. Yeah. I mean, I believe it. That, that it was, it, what, you know, and I don't just, Justin, like, wouldn't be famous. It was because of me. You owe me things. You owe me, you owe me cuts of whatever you have. That even includes your, oh, your girlfriends. No. If I, if I want to, I mean, I can see it. And I, th- I, you know, I, again, I don't put anything past these people. And right. again, this is alleged. These are rumors only. This is very dark. If you don't want to believe that, I do not blame you. Sure. I mean, listen, grain of salt guys. But I mean, the thing is, is, even if that didn't go down between like Selena just something students, bad that, still happened. Well, and that has happened in Hollywood. You and know, powerful even, but, people have preyed upon younger people and preyed upon women. That is a tale as old as time in the industry. So it's true. And I think that, that unbelievable. Whatever Scooter Braun did that was mean and bad and, and narcissistic towards Selena and Justin and, and the ways that Justin treated Selena, whether without Scooter's influence, like, to me, that is a big reason why Taylor hates all of the, the, that whole like orbit of people. And I think um, Justin had to be mistreating Selena as well because I think Taylor hated Justin. It's true. Yes. And that, that is, let me go to my notes on NT's from NT's podcast. So like Selena does spring breakers, which NT will say that that was a big turning point, like into Selena's downfall and her struggles with drugs and alcohol. Um, And I don't remember when spring breakers was filmed. Do you, it was like 2012 ish, 2012, 2012. Yep. So it means it would have been filmed around 2011. So like Justin and Selena were already doing their 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 public dating and then their their whatever their real dating look like behind the scenes because I do believe like I'm not trying to say that I think the whole thing was PR I don't believe I think it's way more complicated than that unfortunately um for them so she's doing spring breakers um I can't even imagine the debauchery on the set of that movie And, and we could do a whole episode on just that one day yeah, if, if people care um we could do a bonus spot on it we we, we could we, we could do that but there's a lot there and so while this is happening with selena um he is not doing anything to help like i you know they're te- well i think they're still teenagers at this point but anyway i mean the <laughs> troy mckitty and i don't know if a lot of your listeners will, will get the reference but again i'm a little older um troy mckitty calls them teenage bobby and whitney as in Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown, that they're just acting a fool. Um, And, and we get even more into that as the years tick by. But during this time, like Justin, yeah, he treated her like crap. Um, He just was never like a good empathetic, like, yeah, if he had a crush on her in the beginning, by the time they actually got together and were serious, like he was not nurturing that relationship or her or that crush or anything at all and i put in my notes that nt has zero chill over this he is heated about justin's treatment of selena Mm -hmm. selena needed help and justin didn't help her compares it to demi and wilmer yeah um that these guys are always looking out for themselves 
and that, I mean I'm sorry I just believe it like Justin like yeah you can't be Justin Bieber and not be a cripple like emotionally crippled t- entitled there's just no way and I, I mean like I listen we can boil it down to one gif and that gif is of all the little starlets after the kids choice awards you have Taylor Selena Justin um Selena's dancer is with them as well Charity Baroni is back there and Selena goes in to kiss Justin and Taylor makes the most disgusted face you've ever seen. And she yep. it. And I'm just like, bam. Because, you know, say what you want about Taylor Swift, but like, I think her head is on better than 99% of famous people, particularly for her level of fame. Yeah, like, I, absolutely. I think she's a little clueless sometimes and she's a little out of touch sometimes, but like she does see reality for what it is. And that's why she's such an amazing storyteller in her music. And I'm telling you, when you, if Taylor Swift doesn't like someone, I feel like that's a good sign. Like, I, I do think, like, that face tells you everything you need to know about Justin and how he treated Selena and how her best friend in the world felt about it. Yeah, and I agree with you. I think I think a good way to sum that up is Taylor, for being as famous as she is and for as long as she's been famous and the wealth that comes with that, she still has some level of integrity. Most yeah. people at that that level, their moral compass is not just broken. It is gone. It, it like, doesn't it, even exist. They don't even yeah, have a concept it's of gone. right and wrong. Like, um, that's how they do the things they do because they're they're like they've been molded into almost sociopaths I feel like, are, yeah. like I think no Justin absolutely would have hit that level saying some of the things he said and doing some of the things he's done like I don't know that he sees uh, many other people other than himself as people you know what I mean mm-hmm. that, and that's yeah, not he, even his he fault lacks you know? the, the empathy yeah um yeah yeah, I mean, and this to go along with that it, in my notes, it's uh, and he says Justin would cheat on Selena in a second. He didn't care. He knew that she would come back every time, and each one of those times, it took a little bit more of a dig at her, and a little more than a little more, and she would see it in the tabloids that he was cheating. And what is she supposed to do? What is she supposed to think? She became more and more insecure, and the way she dealt with all of this was by partying. And when she, what NT means by that for anyone listening is drugs and alcohol. And yeah, and we'll talk, and we'll definitely get, get into more of that. When Selena would party, the harder she would party, um, she would alienate her friends like Taylor. And these are the things that make me believe, or to me, give the rumors about Selena's substance, whatever the substance is, whether it's alcohol, whatever, whatever it is, it, it, it gives those validity to me because Taylor we we know that Taylor does not put up with that. She's not going to let anything impact the brand like that, and or, or or ruin her career like being with Selena and Selena gets caught with whatever or doing something stupid because she's wasted. Like Taylor's just not going to be involved, and their their friendship has been very off and on, at least in the public eye. And I think that that's a I think that's on purpose that yeah. Taylor's like when you're behaving, Selena. When I can trust you to not be a liability we can be publicly seen together. And I think NC did tell me that when we, we spoke about Selena and Taylor at some point, and he said, listen, they're great. You know, they really are good friends. But when Selena has trouble with starts, you know, having trouble with substance abuse, Taylor will remove herself from it, which, you know, it's, that's sad, but it's also, it sounds kind of like a healthy boundary Taylor's implemented. Yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah. So I think when we see Taylor and Selena hanging out, cross promoting each other, that means good things for Selena. I think Justin was a big part of Selena's struggles, particularly with substance abuse. I mean, but I think 
you know, listen, I feel like it's it's a 50-50 or perhaps even worse odds that if you get famous when you're young, you are going to struggle with addiction, with mental illness, with, you know, just it's not healthy. It's not healthy to be famous. So we're so next episode of the Jelena deep dive series, we're going to be going through Selena's childhood leading back up to the same point again, correct? Yes. And yep, then that's we're what gonna I think dive we should do Selena proper. Yeah. And we'll still like, we'll take a couple side steps and talk about things like the oh, AMA performance or the, you know, <laughs> the time Justin peed in a bucket. It's just <laughs> like, uh, but right. Um, that's the, that's the plan for the rollout of the, the rest of, of the information. I think it would be fun in this series. If we, when we talk about certain instances from time to time, if we say this feels very much staged, this feels like a Scooter Braun wet dream of a publicity moment. <laughs> okay. Or this feels real. And I think sometimes it's going to overlap because yes. there's so much about Jelena that is, we called the paps. We showed up at this award show together. Like I, I always see on TikTok, like this this video of like infant justin and infant selena and he, they're they roll up to this award show in a very fancy car and they're dressed very classic hollywood and he like gets out of the car and opens the door for her yes and it's like this is so fake but also like i feel like you can see their his affection for her in that moment as well that seems genuine and i think i think that's where it gets us i think we're also obsessed with like what's pr what's real what's not and i think the problem is is like sometimes the celebs themselves don't even know no, I think that that what you just described was probably very real for Justin. I mean, right. who like you, but it's you, so staged as well, exactly. Know? But he gets to live it out and act it out. It's almost like an un unknowing like method acting. Does that make sense? Yeah, like- <laughs> it kind of does. Then you get the real drama of it, and it comes along. And I am I'm so glad you're on with us to talk about it and and we're going to be continuing the series uh next episode we're, we're going to talk about selena i'm very excited thank you for inviting me to do this particular topic with you because it's all love regardless of what i might say just everybody know like for all their good and bad and in between i really do love selena and justin um so thank you for having me on to talk about them i can't wait to We'll um we'll dig into Selena's childhood next and and yeah, bring it back up to the same point in time of the 2011 ice cream date in Santa Monica. Um, and then we'll we'll go deep dive Jelena from there. A hundred percent. And guys, let me I'm gonna do a new thing. Okay, I need five star reviews on the podcast. So if you like our show and you think it's worthy of a five star, hey, if you don't think it's that's fine. Just don't rank it. It's fine. You know, we can't be perfect all the time. Maybe we're not a perfect show to you. That's acceptable. But if you think the show is deserving of a five star rating, if you will leave me a five star rating, I think I can only do this on the Apple podcast. I don't think I don't know that Spotify, you can read your ratings. I might look into it and try though. But if you will give us a five star review and say something nice about the show, then you can type anything else you want in like the second like paragraph of your of your review entry and I will read it so if you want me to shout out someone if you want me to say something silly if you want me to sing a few bars of a song you can type it into your review I need five star reviews and they they help the show more than you guys can imagine so if you want me to say something silly you can do so by by giving us a five star review and next week I will read them aloud but it can only be like one sentence I can't read like board piece all in one go or something so that would be amazing and and with all that said again and thank you for coming on um everybody please stay safe in 2022 please get registered to vote uh midterms are upon us we have got to get out and rock that vote y'all we want to be want to have rights in this country you've got to go vote for them um 
and uh, Gaslight Gatekeep and Girl Boss immediately. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.